0: Hello and welcome to Healthy Bites. My name is Dr. Ron Ehrlich. Now, I saw this article in the Sydney Morning Herald today, and I just thought it was such a wonderful story that I had to share it with you because it's been the focus of uh, of so much of so many of my podcasts. And it's also a feature of my book and our wellness online wellness program, Unstress. So um, I just thought I wanted to share it with you. And here it is. It's a story about world champion surfer Mick Fanning, wave wizard and easy breather. And the air is there for therapy. If you're uh, looking at this uh, on on, uh, YouTube, that's great. Um, If you're not, I'll share it with you. It's uh, it's what some people think of as weird hippie stuff. But learning how to breathe better may just be the most underrated tool we have at our disposal, one that can reduce anxiety, pain, stress, and improve your physical performance. Mick Fanning laughs at the thought of himself starting out as a professional surfer and someone suggesting he work on breathing. Many people's reaction, by the way, is that they just kind of think breathing is breathing, but there's so much more. He imagines he would have asked for what? Today, however, the three time world champion believe it's a key component of his success. And the reason I'm bringing it to your attention is because it's a key component of every single one of us, our success. Breath work is critical, says the 39 year old, who recently announced his professional surfing comeback. You can change your moods, your thought patterns just by concentrating on your breath. And the better you breathe, the better you perform. Fanning was introduced to breathing techniques at 19, trying to manage the pain of scoliosis. In yoga classes, he learned to slow down the breath during deep stretches. He focused on using his breath to create more space between his ribs and spine and found the pain in his back began to subsidize. Just as an aside, chronic musculoskeletal pain is a huge problem in our society. So here is another aspect to that management. Later, he incorporated different breathing techniques into his training, using them alongside visualisation and meditation. Meditation, one of our thought pillars. I felt that was that I felt that was one of the key parts of my success, Panning says. It's something that I still use today by concentrating on breath. You can bring yourself down or can get yourself excited. In fact, what the breath affects, the fact that the breath, sorry, my reading, I'm obviously not a newsreader, but the fact that. Breath affects us on both mental and physical level simultaneously is part of what makes it so powerful, says Dr. David Farmer, an honorary fellow at the University of Melbourne. When we breathe involuntarily, a group of cells in our brain is working in synchronicity to make a rhythm. Whether breathing evokes a physical or mental response, it's very hard to separate the two, Farmer says. Yes, breath can control your mood. That's a revelation to some people. When we then use our breath in specific ways, we can start to control that rhythm and in doing so elicit certain physical and mental responses. In this way, it's an absolutely unique tool, Farmer says, and I would totally agree with this. The only system over which we have direct motor control, which is essential for our survival, is our breathing. Fanning, Fanning's personal coach, Nam Baldwin, says breathwork is the foundation of mental and physical performance. It's one of the only natural ways to regulate the nervous system, the nervous system's behavior when it comes to stress. And it's why I include breath as a separate pillar. So often breath is rolled up into sleep, but I think it because we breathe for the other uh, 16 hours a day when we're not sleeping, um, it's it's equally important. He and Fanning practice different breathing techniques, depending on what you are trying to evoke. They use it as regulating tool in high intensity training sessions in the pool to give him greater breath holding capacity as a way to recover. They use basic rhythmic breathing as part of his psychological preparation for competition. Edith Cowan University biomechanics professor Tony Blazevich says the benefits of using breathing techniques are available to us all, not just elite athletes. Manipulating the speed and depth of breathing is one way to create physical and mental shifts. In his 2020 book, Breath, the new science of a lost art, James Nestor says breathing through your nose doesn't just humidify and filter and remove foreign particles, it can boost nitric oxide. This is something we've talked about a lot on this podcast, and I would recommend that you go back and listen to my interview with James Nestor. It was fantastic to hear a journalist discover the power of breath. And at the same time, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to Dr. Rosalba Courtney's podcast, which which is uh, also about breathing. Now, Rosalba is an osteopath with over 40 years of clinical experience, and she went back uh, 10 years ago and did a PhD on breathing. So that's how important breath was. And also my interview with Roger Price and going back even further to Patrick McEwen and the Buteco technique, which was one of the early podcasts I did. We'll we'll reissue those. I think they're worth listening to again. But um, nitric oxide is one of the reasons we can absorb 18 percent more oxygen than just by breathing through our mouth. Now, not only is nitric oxide such an important body regulator because of its effect on smooth muscle, but also it's antimicrobial, which is particularly relevant in today's world. Um, Nitric oxide uh, has been shown in a 2005 study to disrupt the reproductive cycle of the corona one virus, and presumably it'll do that for the corona two virus. But nitric oxide, 60% of the body's nitric oxide is produced in the paranasal sinuses only when you breathe through your nose. So the power of breath is huge. Counting the breath and visualizing the cool air coming in also slows down our breathing and engages areas of the brain that are involved in processing anxiety and pain. Now, anxiety, mental health, depression, chronic pain. See how the breath can have a powerful impact. When we are counting and visualizing our breath, our brains can also process the pain at the same time. It takes practice, Blazevich says, but when someone decides I'm going to use my brain for some other reason, they get good at breathing at beating anxiety. They get good at beating pain. They get good at beating whatever by using these breathing techniques over many weeks of training, you can go back and take an MRI of someone's brain and their amygdala, that part of the brain associated with, uh, with uh, uh, emotions and anxiety will literally become less active. So the breath again and, you know, we've talked about hormesis and intentionally stressing the body and changing our nervous system. And this is what we do when I do the ice baths with Dr. Lewis Ehrlich. Um, you know, so the work of Wim Hof on the one hand is challenging the science of, of how our breath can impact on the nervous system. So I wanted to ch- to share this article with you because there was so much in it that reinforced so many of the podcasts we've done. So I hope you uh, I hope this finds you well. I hope you found that stimulating. Until next time, this is Dr. Ron Ehrlich. Be well. This podcast provides general information and discussion about medicine, health and related subjects. The content is not intended and should not be construed as medical advice or as a substitute for care by a qualified medical practitioner. If you or any other person has a medical concern, he or she should consult with an appropriately qualified medical practitioner. Guests who speak in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences and conclusions.